Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely magnificent day today. Down here at Health Masters, we're enjoying some more Florida rain in December, but it should bring in some cold weather again, which is very nice. So other than that, a lot of news going on. A lot of stuff been going on over the weekend. I've been watching, been researching. I found something very interesting this morning now is a survey has come out from 2,053 different New York City firefighters, and they have found that over 55% of them have said in the survey, no, they will not get a COVID vaccine when the department makes it available. The Fire Department of New York has said the vaccine will not be mandatory for its firefighters, and a large group of them have basically said, no, this isn't going to work. We're not going to take this. We are not absolutely going to be guinea pigs. And what's interesting now in New York, yesterday, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, went into New Life Outreach International Church. This, this clown, this guy went into a church and he basically was up there to do full-blown damage control propaganda about the vaccine. And he got up there and said, listen, I want to know, I want everybody to know there's nothing to be afraid about with this vaccine. I want to tell everybody you're not getting the 666 in this vaccine okay. That's what he said, verbatim. Now, I learned a long time ago, and Dad taught me this as well, all you got to do is listen to somebody. And they'll tell you what their intentions are. Real clear. Obviously, there's something going on with this. Obviously, there's some very, very, very dark things going on with this vaccine. Is it the mark of the beast? I don't personally think it's going to be that as far as revelations. Do I think it's probably going to have some significant impact as far as negatively on the body? Absolutely. Do I think it's going to condition a huge portion of the populace? And it's basically priming the populace to get prepped for this later on? Absolutely. You now have the executive, the uh, former vice president of Pfizer, the company Pfizer. You remember two weeks ago, he came out and basically said that there is no second wave of COVID. The whole thing's completely and totally hyped. This is the the ex-vice president of Pfizer and the scientific director of Pfizer when he was there. He, He and also Dr. Michael Yeadon, who's a German lung specialist, have filed and an urgent application with the European Medicine Agency calling for the immediate suspension of all SARS-CoV-2 vaccine studies, particularly the biotech Pfizer study on BNT162B. They both, Yeadon and Wardog, said these studies need to be halted immediately until a design study is available which addresses a host of safety concerns. That's interesting. He's bringing up the same thing that a lot of other scientists have been talking about. He said the biggest issue that he thinks they're going to see with this is non-neutralizing antibodies that leads to an exaggerated immune reaction when the person confronts the real virus in the wild. And this is what we've talked about with an ADE or an antibody-dependent amplification. This is essentially what happens is you get the vaccine, you have mild side effects in some cases, but generally sometimes you can get away with not having any, depending on what's going to happen with this. But what happens is you build up this antibody-dependent amplification when you actually are exposed to the real virus, your body goes berserk. And he references back to a very detailed ADE study that experimented with a type of corona vaccine on cats. 
And in the course of this study, all the cats that initially tolerated the vaccine well died after being exposed to the wild virus. They all died. Their bodies went into, like, hyper mode. He also said, and this is the part that's really creepy, this is the part that really everybody needs to be aware of with this. He said the vaccines are expected to produce antibodies against spike proteins of the SARS-CoV-2. However, the spike protein also contains synthesis proteins, which are essential for the formation of the placenta in mammals such as humans. And he goes on to say, it must be absolutely ruled out that a vaccine against the SARS-CoV-2 could trigger an immune reaction against synthesis 1, or otherwise, infertility of indefinite duration will result in vaccinated women. Do you see what I said there, guys? The ex-vice president and medical director of Pfizer, retired vice president of Pfizer, said there's a high probability if this vaccine goes sideways, it is going to cause permanent infertility in vaccinated women. We need meaning they will be sterile. Sterile, sterile, period. Irreversible damage will not work again, period. This is something that's really troubling that I'm surprised very few people have brought up. Obviously, the mainstream media is never going to talk about this at all. We, we already know Google has now gotten the contract from the Operation Warp Speed to maintain and monitor for 24 months every single person that's vaccinated. We know that Google has been on a full-blown purge campaign on YouTube to take off any and all anti-vaccine or vaccine question videos. We also know that Facebook has also come out three weeks ago and said they will make sure that they remove any and all anti-vaccine propaganda, is what they call it, from Facebook immediately. There's something very, very sinister with this vaccine. And even if you're listening to me and you say, you know what, I still want to get this vaccine, even though I know the dangers, at least do this. Please at least wait and see what's going to happen with this thing. Please. I'm not telling you what to do. Everybody's got to make their own choice with this. This has got to be your decision because there's a high probability they're going to start doing very, very draconian rules with a lot of businesses and a lot of companies. That's what the mask was all about. The mask was to get people conditioned to follow rules and capitulate and be compliant. Now that majority of people do not even go against it, they automatically walk in. On Saturday, I went to Orlando, downtown Orlando. There's a big truck event over there at Cafe, uh, Aces Cafe uh, in the afternoon. It was like a real nice cafe they have downtown Orlando, and they had a truck event. We went down there, saw a couple people, and at the door, we were walking in, and the hostess goes, well, we, we ask you to put a mask if you walk in. I said, no, not going to wear a mask. Not, not going to wear a mask. I'm not in the mood right now. Don't even ask me to wear a mask. She goes, well, we're asking people to wear a mask. I said, that's fantastic. I don't really care. And she goes, well, they put out a county mandate, basically, or the mayor has put out a city mandate, excuse me, that basically says that masks have to be worn. I said, get your manager. I'm hungry. I want to eat. I drove all the way over here. You're about to put me in a bad mood. I'm, I have no tolerance for this right now. The manager comes over and goes, dude, what's going on? I said, she wants me to wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. I have a medical condition. I can't wear a mask. I'm not going to decrease my oxygen and increase my CO2. And he goes, whoa, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down here. He goes, just let me hand you a mask, put it in your pocket. If the health department shows up and pitches a fit, just have a mask with you. You don't even have to put it on. I don't even care. Come in, do business. We want you here. Thanks for coming out. You don't have to wear the mask at all. You can go in. Don't worry about it. 
I said, well, everybody behind me, all my friends that came with me, they're not wearing a mask either. He goes, nobody has to wear a mask. Just please put it in your pocket in case they come in and try and find us for some odd reason. I said, okay, fair enough. I'll put it in my pocket. I'm going to go eat. And we ate. And they actually had really good food. And so more and more people are starting to wake up to this. People that are smart and that are awake and that are running businesses and are trying to stay profitable are going against this, this unbelievably idiotic mandate of telling people to put a face covering on when we're in this virus now for what, a year almost? We went in for a year? And for a year now. And we're still telling people they got to run around with a mask on like a dog and put a muzzle. It's gotten out of control. Stand up for truth. Stand up for what's going on. I got another article here I'm going to go into in a second about a doctor in Oregon that's really interesting. But first, I want to get Dad's take on what he thinks about this vice president of Pfizer telling everybody they need to halt all COVID studies, much less go out and force everybody to try to get a vaccine in. Austin, the Jason Scholars, and I've discussed this many times on the show, and I'm probably the only show that's ever talked about the Jason Scholars. It was a group of top world scientists back in the 50s that said the primary pressing problem that we had on the planet was overpopulation and that we had to do everything, including using vaccines, in order to increase sterility and basically childbirth. And that's exactly what's going on here. Now we have, you know, 50, 60, 70 years later, they're still in this full-blown, let's go ahead and cause a mass infertility problems in, in the United States and globally. And the thing that I'm, I'm going to say this very clearly, and I, I don't mean this from a – it's going to sound weird to me, to you guys, but well, it won't sound weird to you guys. You hear me all the time. But it's, but it's, for people who are just turning in, the problem with the population growth on the planet is not the United States. We are in a negative population growth except for immigration from third world countries. We don't have a problem with population in the U.S. anymore, except for the immigration. We've already reached parity as far as we're actually in a negative spiral like Europe is. And the reason for that is, and again, just listen to what I'm saying first, is that white people aren't having enough children. A white person only has one, usually has one person, one child, or two children, and that's not enough. In order to maintain population you know, stability, you have to have like 2.3 children, which means you can't have a 0.3 children, but a lot of people have to have three kids instead of two kids. And the reason for that, if you only have two kids, you replace yourself as a biological specimen, your wife and yourself. But the children, in some cases, and Lord forbid this happens to you, something happens to them in a car accident or an airplane accident or a motorcycle accident or whatever, and they die and they can't reproduce. Well, now you have no longer obtain the goal of being a successful biological specimen because you can't re reproduce yourself and your wife. You say, well, that sounds silly to me, Ted. Well, look, I'm just telling you from statistical analysis on how populations work. So we have about 100 million people being born in third world countries. I'm talking Africa, India, you know, not so much in China anymore. They pretty much have started boarding everybody, but India and in, in Africa. And so the problem is not that we have a population growth on the planet that can't be contained. The problem is we have a population growth from third world countries like Somalia, who have like an average of a 57 IQ, that may have 10 or 12 children. And there's no marriage in most of the cases. These men are just running around, you know, having sex with everybody they have sex with, and they're producing all of these offspring. That is a problem. Now, I'm just being honest with you, that's a problem because, again, the world had maintained some type of balance in Africa as far as population growth, but what happened is we started bringing in UNICEF and the World Health Organization and a lot of different missionary groups and all this other kind of stuff that we've done over the past couple hundred years in Africa, and we've changed their culture. 
And when we changed the culture in these countries, we started bringing in huge amounts of food for them because we said, oh, they're starving, they're starving, they're starving. So we gave them more and more and more food, and then they started reproducing more and more children. It's just, it's just what happened. And I was in Kenya a few years ago, and I was in Nairobi, and there were literally thousands of children in the medians on the international on big highways there throughout Nairobi and different parts of Kenya, and they were homeless. And they had campfires set up all outside in the basically the medians of these highways. And I asked the guy who was with us, I said, what the heck's going on with all these kids? He said, oh, we're born to the couples who have babies. And the parents die, but they usually have five or six children before they remember the World Health Organization and a lot of other nefarious groups. They actually put AIDS into the blood supply and into the population on purpose in Africa back in the 80s. It was to try to control population again. It was the eugenics protocols, what it was. But they weren't counting on the fact that these people were going to start having babies when they were 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, and then they die when they're 22 years old with AIDS. So there was a huge segment of the population that was uneducated, couldn't read or write. They were basically orphans, and they were living in the mediums. And they had little campfires, and people would go out there and bring them food or whatever, or they'd go out and steal food or whatever. But they said up to 99% of the people in Nairobi were infected with AIDS. And see, and this is the same thing. You know, Austin said that he doesn't believe that the COVID vaccine will be the mark of the beast. Well, I don't know if it will be or it won't be. I'm not certain on that one. And you say, well, what do you mean? Do you think it's safe to take? No, <laughs> it's not safe to take. You know, it can cause permanent, irreversible, you know, infertility. Okay, it may cause all kinds of other problems. Now they're saying, you know, that there's like all these little hundreds and hundreds of different types of this COVID out there, and the vaccine was only going to be good for one different type, so the vaccine's not going to work anyhow. So there's another reason that the vaccines are being pushed, and it has to be for creating infertility. It has to be for causing health conditions and cytokine storms. It has to be for population reduction. There's no other reason they would do this. There's not. And, and of course, it's all about bringing down and collapsing the world economies to bring in a one-world government and a one-world dictatorship. Now, it's interesting because, you know, we've talked a lot over the years about the benign Nephilim, Sons of the Fallen, interdimensional entities, extraterrestrials. You say, well, that sounds all weird. I'm, I'm a new listener. No, nah, it doesn't. The Bible was very clear in the old days, and when it was written about us having visitations from other places, from other interdimensional entities that suddenly popped up out of nowhere, and so it talked about that very, very clearly. And Jesus even came across and told us that our battle was not against flesh and blood, but against these other principalities. And so, we, if, as long as we understand that as a Christian and we realize that Jesus Christ is the answer, I've got a friend of mine right now, absolutely devastated. I mean, blood pressure through the roof unbelievably health having health problems totally and completely stressed out but she really doesn't have a relationship with Jesus I mean so she's trying to take all of this burden on herself as far as what's happening to us right now globally she wants to have the ability to control it herself ladies in her 60s and it's destroying her health it really is it's destroying her health and I talked to her yesterday you know she's up here in North Carolina I talked to her and I said look I said, you got to let go and let God let Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. You see, if we don't have you know, a relationship with God, with the great I Am, and with Christ, 
all of this becomes overwhelming to us. And quite frankly, even with a praying all the time like I do and you know, and having a relationship with God, it has a tendency to be overwhelming even for me simply because of the amount of information that I have to digest to do this show every day. So you've got to maintain the relationship with Christ, number one, with the great I am. And number two, you've got to make sure you take the right supplements. You've got to make sure your brain is working correctly. You've got to make sure you have the B vitamins that you need to help maintain mood, 5-HTP. You have to have cod liver oil. There are all kinds of different nutrients you can do for proper brain health, which deals with stress. Because when you're under a lot of stress, like all of us are right now with all of this crazy stuff going on, it burns up a lot of nutrients a lot faster than it normally would. So make sure you have the right nutrients. But I want to bring this up, too, right now. This is from the uh, Middle East Monitor, and this, is a re- this was a news release out of Israel. And it says, Israel and U.S. are dealing with aliens, says scientists. Now, you say, well, you don't really cover stuff like this. I'm, well, I'm going to cover it today. Prominent Israeli professor and retired general, Haim Ashed, has claimed that Israel and the U.S. are both dealing with aliens and do not want to be identified. These aliens do not want to be identified because humanity is not ready yet. Now, this general served from 1981 to 2010 as the head of Israeli's security space program explained the Jewish press. It noted he received the Israeli Security Award three times, twice for confidential technological inventions. So this isn't some Yehu saying this. And it says that U.S. President Donald Trump was on the verge of revealing the situation, but the aliens said no. Now, this is fine. Now, now I'm going to stop right here. Now, why would I cover this story? Okay, These aliens, these entities, these demons, these angels, these fallen ones, or whatever they're talking to, They've been around for a really, really long time. And these are the ones that Hitler and his Viril maidens also talked with to get a lot of the advanced technology that Germany had during the war. You think, well, this sounds crazy to me. Do the research, start reading about it, you'll understand it. The reason I'm covering this is I don't want you guys to be blindsided by this. Oh, I never heard of this. I don't believe this is going on. No, we are not alone in the universe, period. There are other entities out there. God tells us that. Jesus tells us that. The Bible tells us that. We have to understand that we can't be like, oh my gosh, why didn't we get, why weren't we told this? We were told this. And now this Israeli general is actually saying this. Now, what are they here for? Are there good ones or are they bad ones? Well, you're going to have basically angels and demons, aren't you? You're going to have the people that are going to protect you, the angels that God set forth to protect his people, that we pray that surround us every single day, and we plead the blood of Christ over us, and we put a hedge of thorns around us. But the earth is caught in the midst of this galactic feud, is what this is, an international galactic feud. And these entities, these bad guys, basically don't like you. They really don't like you. And these are the ones that basically run the, you know, the, uh, the, the bowels of hell, so to speak, to make it more simple. We don't know where they're basically situated on this planet, if they're actually here. But we know something's going on in Antarctica because we know that in Antarctica, if you have a jet and you want to fly from South America to Africa and go across the South Pole, they will shoot you down for your own safety. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. They will shoot you down for your own safety so you don't crash and they have to come rescue you. So they will basically shoot you down. Now, you know, because they fly all the time from Europe to Europe, to North America, you know, back and forth across the North Pole. And so these pilots, being relatively bright and being trained on this particular theory, why don't we just go from Africa to South America across the South Pole? It'll be a lot closer. 
well, they'll kill you for that and shoot you down. And we remember, you know, Al Gore and a bunch of these other guys and, and John Kerry and the, you know, and the, 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 the basically the, the head guy from the, uh, the uh, Greek Orthodox Church. They've all been down to, you know, Antarctica studying penguins, yeah, whatever. And, and the thing about it is there's some stuff down there that's some pretty creepy stuff. And it's dealing back with all of this stuff. You know, we have ancient technologies on this planet, ancient structures, which are really, really, really old. They predate recorded history. So whatever this stuff is and whatever's been going on, has been going on for a long, long time. So we just need to be aware of it. And we need to realize that our hope is in Christ Jesus, that God saw the mess happening down here in the book of Noah, pushed the reset button, said, okay, we've got to fix this. Saw the same thing happening all over again with Christ. Being omnipresent, he looked down, saw the timeline. He inserted himself, Jesus Christ, into the timeline to fix it again. And now we've had several thousand more years, and Jesus is saying in the book, the New Testament, that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. These interdimensional entities, they're cut off from God. And so they survive on the energy from fear and anxiety and stress and bitterness and hatred, because all those particular types of energy fields produce a specific type of energy wave, and they apparently basically use this for food. So that's, and they also use the energy from human sacrifice, which is what Baal and Moloch and Asherah worship was about. And I've done entire shows on this. And I think it was September the 25th. I actually did an entire show laying this out. And if you look back in the archives, I've done the exact same show, but in more depth on these ancient entities from the Canaanite religions. So we have to understand that this is going on. But I want to give you guys a heads up on this. Because if someone suddenly says to you, it's an alien, okay, whatever, it's no big deal. We already know they exist. So let's not pretend like we're going to flip out and freak out. Because I'm going to say this again. God created man to be in his image personally I believe that is the only we are the only quote unquote species that was created in God's image and we have a soul and these other entities absolutely hate us for that because they don't have that and they're not created in God's image who knows what they look like who cares doesn't make any difference but the thing about it is guys it's so important to understand that so this 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 demonic group Lucifer we call them comes under many different names Baal Asherah Moloch Einsof, all these different names. This group has been running the planet for thousands and thousands of years. And once we understand that, it all starts to make more sense. Like, how can it be this evil? Now, now the city's pile is coming up and saying that they're uncovering that there's been all kinds of, should I say, uh, you know, election fraud that's been going on for a long, long time, and it's also been happening in congressional seats for years. She goes, we've collected the data. They've been stealing congressional seats for years. So the United States has been under this control of this demonic entity group who basically worship, let's just pick Lucifer, instead of trying to list all the names, for a long, long time. Or you can call him Einsoff, but nobody knows what that means. That's that snake in a tree from Kabbalah, which they pretty much all worship that at the highest levels. And this group of people are Luciferians. And they run the planet. And if we understand that, this makes more sense. And now we're trying to expose this group. Now you say, well, Donald Trump's the answer. He's the answer. He's the one who does it all. Well, wait a minute. Donald Trump has told Newsweek in the political theater that he sees the COVID vaccine as his legacy, a White House advisor says. 
Well, so which is it? Is it Donald Trump wants to protect us or Donald Trump wants to force Operation Warp Speed on us and have the military basically come in and force us or go door to door and hopefully not force us to take the vaccine? Again, I'm going to say it. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Is it going to make a big difference whether Joe Biden gets in or Donald Trump gets in? Is it a big difference between Barack Obama and Donald Trump? Is it a big difference between George Bush and Clinton? It's all about the same. Now, there's certain things get pushed through and certain things get done. And the Barack Obama, the gay Kenyan, he was pretty much horrible, by the way, his transgender wife. But, you know, he ended up really pushing some weird stuff through with the transgenderism, including using bathrooms with little girls for guys. I mean, some sick stuff. So that was a pretty big deal. Remember, Donald Trump's the one who pushed red flag gun laws. Donald Trump got the ATF to come in and rewrite the whole law on bump fire stocks. I mean, Donald Trump did all that, so let's not pretend like he didn't do anything like that. He's also the one who had his daughter running around to every congressional leader and senator in D.C. trying to get red flag gun laws implemented in all 50 states. This is Donald Trump. He also put more people up from Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan and everything else you know, into administrational slots and CFR than any other president ever have. So let's not pretend like he's like some kind of angel from heaven. Let's not pretend that, okay? He's not. He's being controlled, just like Joe Biden is. In fact, BlackRock, which is Rothschild-controlled, is now replacing Goldman Sachs, which is Rothschild-controlled, as the top financial firm in the White House. <laughs> it doesn't matter, guys. It's the same side of the same coin. As President-elect Biden continues naming people to his administration, it's looking increasingly like BlackRock could be replacing Goldman Sachs as the financial company with the largest presence inside of the White House. Complete and total doesn't make any difference. Now, BlackRock, through its subsidiaries, is completely and totally an international banking cartel cutout. That's who these guys are. And they own and basically control like 90% of the world's corporations with a few of their other big investment houses, which is, again, all Rothschild controlled. So once we understand that and we get the links here together, we start to see we have to have hope in Christ. That without Jesus, we're in a pretty big mess. No offense, guys. I mean, we really are. And we have to have some type of relationship with the Most High God. Otherwise, what we're going to do is we're going to find ourselves into a, you know, a really big problem trying to sort how we can mentally and spiritually deal with all of this. Okay, I'm going to say something else. There was a book that was written by Dale Carnegie long ago. And the name of the book was How to Start Living and Stop Worrying. And one of the things he said was, you know, look at the worst-case scenario and just basically say, okay, what happens if it happens? What's the outside possibility of that? And he says, and accept that it may or may not happen. And he said, and then you don't have, a, have to worry about it in most cases because 95% of the time it won't happen anyhow. And so you have worrying just out there for absolutely nothing. Jesus addressed it this way. Who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? Then he talks about the lilies of the field. And Solomon, he says, in all of Solomon's glory, he was never adorned as these lilies of the field. See, so we worrying is not going to help anybody. It's not going to do anything for anyone. All it's going to do is stress you out. But if you've got a relationship with Christ and you know the worst thing that happens to you is that you have hope and glory, and when you leave this earth, you don't die. You go immediately to heaven with God. So you go straight to heaven. You don't pass go. You don't collect $200. You go straight to heaven with God when you have a relationship with Christ. So we're all going to die anyhow as far as this physical body. We're not going to live here forever. I'm 65 years old. I'm fully aware of that now. And so we have the ability to know and the knowledge and the hope in Christ Jesus. So worrying about what's happening on this planet, which isn't our home anyhow, we're just kind of passing through here, 
doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's why I sleep well at night. Because I have the ability to let go, let God, and take this yoke and put it back on Jesus and say, hey, it's up to you. You do what you need to do with this. Because nothing that they're doing right now, guys, listen to me, is, is catching God by surprise. God is omnipresent. He's not going to say, whoops, I didn't see that coming. He's not going to do that. He knows who you are. He knows your name. And I hope and I pray you've got a really good relationship with him. That's very important. You pray every single day because when you do that, he's going to take care of you. Well, I just want to cover that this morning, let you guys know what was going on on a spiritual standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint and some of the things that we're dealing with as far as our friends who are having a difficult time and trying to manage all of the stress associated with this. Also, what do you think of what's your next story, bud? Well, and yeah, just to give everybody a heads up, you've never heard of BlackRock. That whole entire banking industry is nuts. There's an article that came out at the beginning of this year, and it said why BlackRock is now the fourth branch of the government. I kid you not. These guys are right in the middle of it with the Federal Reserve, so it doesn't surprise me one bit that they're involved with this whole thing with Biden trying to transition. But again, as I was telling you guys earlier, there's some very strange stuff with this whole theft in the election. And as Dad said, I think it's been going on for many, many elections before this, trying to sway the votes, especially what we've seen now with Dominion. The Robert Hurst, who's a CPA, who's basically been working in Ward County, Georgia, Allegedly, he came out on Twitter today and basically said that they have now cracked the algorithm on Dominion. And he said that when they ran the equal number of Trump votes and Biden votes through the tabulator, the tabulator reported a 26% lead for Biden. Now, I don't, I can't physically confirm this and see it. That's what he's saying. That's what numerous other people have now been tweeting that were involved in this. And they basically said the actual algorithm shows the vote for Trump was counted as 87% of a vote, and the vote for Biden was counted 113% of a vote on the algorithm. So more and more stuff is coming out about the entire theft of this. But again, remember, I'm not concerned about who's going to basically be the puppet figurehead in the office. What I don't like and what's irritated me from the very beginning is the fact that they continue to lie and downright cheat and steal right in front of us and then tell us exactly they're not right. doing it. Once they do and I've already told you this before, I, I really, truly, I, I, mean, I, I, will, I, will, I would bet on it. I don't bet very much anymore, but I would bet on it that Trump, they're going to flip this in Trump's favor because they are going to try to do everything they can to start up as much violence as possible. Biden now, the, the, the pizzazz is off. I mean, it, it's ironic to me that individuals that have been screaming and yelling Black Lives Matter and all these other crazy things and running around burning stuff, screaming and yelling how they have to take back the country for the last four years, have now elected a 75-year-old white man who's been in power for 40 years in the government and literally has written numerous legislation to incarcerate individuals, predominantly black individuals, and now they voted for him and he's won, and now they're like, hoorah, hoorah. That goes to show you the level of brainwashing that has happened. But again, he did not have this many votes. They couldn't come close. The numbers were so fabricated and so fraudulent. That's what we're seeing here. But my whole thing is this. If we're going to get the party started, let's get the party started. I'm tired of dealing with this nonsense. You keep lying to my face and tell me you're not doing it. You're grabbing it and you're grabbing the vote and you're grabbing the ballots and you're not, and you're saying I didn't do it. To me, that drives me up the wall. So again, we'll see what happens with this as it continues to go along. 
Also, too, in other news, this is something that's very interesting. I told you I was going to bring this up. An organ doctor by the name of Dr. Latulipi has now had his license indefinitely revoked, his doctor's license indefinitely revoked, after the Oregon Medical Board found that his staff refused to wear face mask coverings during the ongoing COVID alleged pandemic. Now, they're saying that this is the main reason. This is not the main reason, and I'll tell you guys why in a second. The panel voted last week to issue an emergency suspension of Dr. Stephen Latulipi. NBC News reported that the punishment, however, comes weeks after he spoke at a Stop the Steal rally outside of the state capitol in Salem, Oregon. He was on the microphone, and he's recorded on YouTube saying this. He said that the coronavirus has essentially turned into a common cold now, and he's condemned mitigation policies ordered by the government officials saying they don't work. The doctor admitted he has not worn a face covering while treated people at his practice and told the crowd, do not let them put you into a state of fear. The purpose was only to shut down the American people. This is a threat to your freedom. It's a threat to your Constitution. And I petition all of you, please take off the mask of shame. It is a mask that is designed to control you and shut you down. According to the emergency suspension, Latulipi in July told patients that wearing a mask does not prevent transmission. The medical board found that him and his staff refused to wear masks in the clinic and urged patients to remove their own mask. The medical board investigators who visited him said that he had no screening procedures, allegedly, and no hand sanitizer. As a result, the medical board ruled and constitutes an immediate danger to the public and prevents a serious danger to public health, and we hereby revoke his medical license. Now, Latulipi is an ordained minister, he's a pastor, and he's also been a physician in Dallas, Oregon, more than 20 years. He's treated approximately 75 cases of COVID naturally, and he said, adding that all of his patients recovered without requiring any hospitalization. He described COVID as a rapidly mutating virus, and he believes the original COVID-19 is no more and has already mutated to multiple strains. He goes, I hate to tell you this. It might scare you, but my staff and I, none of us once wore masks in my clinic. You have been utterly duped if you believe these work, and I do not want this insanity to go on. So what we have now is the medical board is now using the excuse of you telling people to take off your mask and get fresh air and don't recirculate and build up CO2 in your body with the aspect of a tool to silence opposition. They didn't take his medical license because he told people not to wear a mask. Let's clarify that. They took his medical license because he's coming out publicly and stating the truth. He's got a huge amount of views on YouTube after he was at that rally. Everybody started talking about it. They're like, dude, this guy's a medical doctor for 20 years. What does he know that we don't? Why is he telling everybody this? Why is he telling people to take vitamin C and D3? Why is he telling people they don't need to go to the hospital unless they're, like, deathly sick? Why are people basically being exposed to him all the time and him and his staff aren't getting sick? Him and his staff aren't in the hospital and he's around COVID patients all the time. What is going on? Why is this guy saying this? And obviously he's got the backing and credentials and experience to prove it. What's happening? Medical board didn't like that. They don't like people talking about treating stuff naturally. They don't like talking about getting fresh air. They don't like talking about people wearing off the mask of shame. So they have now gone in and basically reprimanded him to get him back in line. But as far as I know, 
He's gone extremely aggressive now with it, and it's not only fighting it, he's also becoming even more vocal about what's going on, which kudos to him. I have to give him basically a standing ovation on that. Keep up the fight, Doc. We'll continue to cover and support what you have going on. Also, too, now in the U.K., as you know, the COVID vaccine from Pfizer is so safe, and everybody says there's nothing to worry about it. The British government has now set up the compensation payment system that if anybody suffers severe disability debilitating side effects they will pay them 120,000 pounds which is equivalent uh, probably close to $200,000 $180,000 the Duncan Fargrieve of the British Institute of International Comparative Law said the current scheme is not adequate for the situation at all if adverse events occur the route to compensation is too complicated however they are still going forward with it the victim will have to make a claim and show on the balance of probabilities of their a casual link between the vaccine and their disability. Claims will be have to made to the Department of Work and Pensions. I can already tell you right now that money is going to be uh, more difficult than stealing an acorn from a squirrel on the top of a tree. I'm telling you that right now. They're, they're going to do everything they can not to pay those out. What they're doing right here now is they're doing damage control and they're doing PR. They're trying to make it seem, oh, don't worry about it. We'll give you 120,000 pounds if you basically take the shot and you have any health problems. What they're not telling you is in order to actually get this money, you're going to have to be up permanently disabled, I think up to 60 or 70%, meaning you're not going to function well for the rest of your life. Your entire life, as you know, it will be over. And if you can prove that the vaccine actually caused it, they'll let you go in and try to basically fight your case and get your money, which means you're going to have an attorney that's going to take probably 40% of it. So on the end of the day, you're probably going to get 70,000 pounds, about $100,000, $120,000 for being permanently disabled the rest of your life if you get the vaccine. What do they know that we don't know, and why are they telling everybody they're going to have to do this? Because more and more people are waking up and questioning the narrative about what's going on. There's an interview now on Axios with Moderna's chief medical officer, Moderna, the one that's also got the RNA vaccine. And the issue that came about, he kind of started to say this, and he did say it, and then all of a sudden everybody kind of realized, oh, my gosh, he's saying exactly what we thought he's saying. Moderna and Pfizer have not been able to prove that the vaccine is going to stop the transmission of the virus to other people at all. They haven't been able to prove this, meaning it's possible for vaccinated people to still infect unvaccinated people with COVID. He goes on to say that Moderna and other vaccines do appear to prevent people from getting sick from COVID. However, and I quote, they do not show that they prevent you from potentially carrying the virus and infecting others. That's what Moderna's chief medical officer said last week. It goes on to say getting back to normal is going to take a lot longer than we hoped. That's because the vaccinated, while safe themselves, could still be a danger to others who have yet to be vaccinated. So this is something that, again, you have to realize we're being lied to all the time, every day about this topic. God has not given us a spirit of fear at all, but of love and of sound mind. Continue to exercise. Keep yourself in shape. Continue to take the vitamin C and D3 doses like you're supposed to. There is nothing 
to be scared of about this. The mainstream media is complicit in probably one of the biggest fraudulent operations we have ever seen in U.S. history, in my opinion. This wasn't something that a minor incident happened, right? Wartime incident happened that brought us into another war. This is a full-blown global fraud that they're saying now everybody has to lock down, everybody has to wear masks, and everybody has to be inoculated for a virus that has a 99.98% survival rate. Just That's where we're at with this now. So again, continue to stay awake, spread the truth, and continue to try to do everything you can to wake other people up. And it's getting difficult because now, as I've pretty much noticed, you pretty much have people that are awake and they're real awake, and then you have the morons that are still just sheep. And the problem is with those individuals, if they haven't figured out now that this whole entire thing has turned into a complete and total psychop, then you're not really going to be able to wake them up anymore now. If all this is happening and you haven't just been able to use a little bit of cognitive reasoning to say, you know what, maybe there's something here. Remember what Joseph Goebbels said, if the lie is big enough and great enough and you say it enough times, you can pretty much get anybody to believe it for the most part. And that's what we're seeing now. This is one of the greatest, largest, most effective lies we have ever seen in our time in the United States and majority of people are completely and totally blind to it and don't even realize what's actually happening. And that's very troubling, Dan. You know, Austin, uh, very, very well said. And, you know, up here in Georgia, in North Carolina, I'm up here for a couple of days. The people in Georgia are basically, 50% of them are not wearing masks in the grocery stores. And nobody has said a word to anybody that I've heard about any masks anywhere. Even here in North Carolina, nobody's, you know, wearing masks out here in the western part of the state. You know, of course, we're not near Asheville, so that's the liberal part of the state. And so there are a lot of people up here that are actually awake, and they're actually trying their best to tell other people how to wake up. But you're absolutely right, Austin. If you're not questioning the narrative at this point, if you're basically saying, you know, it's okay, they're going to have our best interests at heart, you're, gonna be, you're pretty much asleep, and, and there's not a whole lot anybody can do to wake you up. It's kind of like you can point to chemtrails, and you can say, there's a chemtrail, there's a contrail. Do your research. People either go, oh, you're crazy, or oh, I'll check into it, or oh, you're right. And the people that think you're crazy, they don't even bother to pick up their iPad or pick up their telephone or pick up their computer and say, let me do some research on this. Let me go to Geoengineering Watch with Dane Whittington. Let me do some information gathering so I can try to figure out exactly what's really going on and why all of these crops and all of these trees and all of these things are dying from aluminum toxicity. They don't want to know that because they're too busy trying to pay their bills or raise their kids or whatever. And then we have the people in the UK now being offered, you know, 120,000 pounds, around $200,000 if they suffer irreversible permanent neurological damage. And they did the same thing in our country back, you know, in the 80s. They set up the vaccine compensation fund underneath Ronald Reagan. And it has paid out close to $5 billion, but it's only paid out a tiny fraction, like less than 4 to 5% of what was actually owed. If the true numbers were out, it would be in the hundreds of billions of dollars of damages for the vaccines to these children with autism and permanent learning disabilities that have occurred here in the United States. Now, we have so many people saying, well, I draw the line on the vaccine, but I'll wear the mask. Well, you know, there's a really interesting article by Weiner, Reiner, and he says something about that. He goes, he says the election is stolen and the, basically the virus is being used to see exactly who is going to obey the communists. 
you know, last couple of weeks, he said, I travel from Atlanta to Hampton Roads for work and it amazes me. People have literally lost their minds. I see these dumb people in cars alone and they have a mask on. I see the looks I get from folks because I do not wear a mask. And he goes, people wake up. The contagion and death rates for COVID-19 are lower than the common flu. People will say, well, they say you have to wear a mask. To quote a line from the Wild Bunch a movie, who in the H-E double six is they? That's the quote from the movie. Who is they? Who is they? Who is saying that you have to wear a mask? A governor or a president who spouts out mandates? They're tyrants. A mandate is a suggestion and it is not law. I choose not to listen to the suggestion because I am my own man and I am a free man. The folks who try to enforce such nonsense are useful idiots and should not be listened to. Then the sheep will say they're doing their jobs. I guess the SS in Germany, the concentration camp guards, were just doing their jobs. You know, so here's the thing. So where do you say no? Where do you say no? And then he says something that's very, very, it's very succinct. It's very well written. I'll, I'll bypass the bad words. I hear folks tell me how they would never go for gun control and that they are not sheeple. They are a man's man. And he goes, BS. If you will do something as simple as wear a mask because you were told to, then you will give up your weapons and tell on your neighbors when the hard times get here. And in fact, they will take and turn in their weapons when they get in line for their vaccination and their vaccination identifier card. Now, I don't know if all of those things are going to happen, and I'm not sure that everybody in the whole, on the whole planet is going to do that. But I'll say this. It's a simple thing not to wear the mask, like Austin did when he went into the store the other day, into the restaurant. It's a simple thing to call the manager out and say, you know, I really don't want to do this. I don't feel comfortable with this, especially in the state of Florida where there is no statewide mask mandate. It's a simple thing to resist at this point when it's still easy to resist. But what if it gets difficult to resist? Are the people that are complying right now saying that they're patriots, saying, saying that they're awake, saying that they will wear the mask because it's convenient, because I'm going to get a, go along to get along? Will they be the same ones who basically bend over and take the shot? Will they be the same ones who basically say, we need to turn in our guns because the government's saying that? Are they the same ones that are going to follow Romans 13 to their own demise? Is that who they are? I don't know. I don't know. I know I've, I know friends who basically basically wear masks, you know, when they go out, and they also listen to the show. Where in the world are we as a collective group of people going to draw the line? Well, I drew the line with the mask. I really have. I don't, I don't wear it. I won't do it. I won't wear it. I, I did it one time. I told you guys that a few weeks ago when I had a dear friend of mine who's a pastor who had been diagnosed with cancer, and he had to go in and get an MRI and go in to see the orthopedic surgeon. And they told me I could not go in with him. I wore it through the lobby, took it off immediately, and I was frustrated. I said, man, I tell you what, i got to confess that I did this. But I tell you what, it didn't stay on. And if I go to that place again, I won't wear it again. But the problem is, is that there's so many people who do it when it's easy. They do it in a grocery store. They do it at Walmart. They do it, you know, at Costco. They do it at Sam's Club. They do it in places where they should be kicking against the goat. They should be saying, no, we're not going to do this. It's like Austin said. If enough of us stand up against this, they're going to realize that it won't work. It can't work because they're going to basically take half the population is going to stop spending money in their stores, and they're going to go out of business. They're going to understand very, very quickly that we are voting with our dollars, voting with our pocketbooks, and voting with our convictions. So we have to all 
do that, guys. And I'm not saying there's not a time that you may be forced to do something if you have a loved one who has to go into the hospital and you have to accompany them in the hospital or whatever. I got that, all right? But I'm talking about just in general, just walking around and doing things. We've got to take a stand against this. Otherwise, are they going to take your guns too? Are they going to come house to house and give you a COVID shot? Are you going to say that's okay too? Are they going to lock you up at home if you don't do this? Guys, we are finding ourselves right in the middle of another Bolshevik revolution by a group of people that are controlled by interdimensional entities. That's why I covered that story at the beginning of the show. You think, well, that sounds silly. Well, I didn't say it didn't sound silly. I'm just telling you what's going on. The Bible is very clear about all of this and what's running this thing. The problem is the obfuscation. So many people in alt media now are blaming everything on China. China's doing this. China's doing that. China's controlling the elections. China controls Hollywood. Guys, listen to me. The Central Bank of China is controlled by the Rothschilds. They're using China as a scapegoat, as a front man, to say that China is doing all of this to absolve the responsibilities of our own leaders and to hide these Kabbalists that are running the planet, these Luciferians, from being exposed for who they are. Now think about what I just said. And I'm talking about a whole bunch of alt-media. And a lot of these alt-media folks claim to be Christians. Well, are they just not seeing what we're seeing here on the Ted and Austin Barrower Show? Are they want to blame me everything on China? Or is it just easier to do that to basically absolve themselves from any responsibility? I don't know. But guys, this isn't a China thing. China does not control Hollywood. The Kabbalists control China. The Kabbalists control Hollywood. The Kabbalists have done this with the election fraud. It's the Kabbalists that have done this, not China. Now, China can be used for a front group, which makes it kind of obfuscated. So you think, it's not anybody but just the, the Chinese that are doing all of this. Wait a minute. I've been to China, guys. I've hiked the Great Wall with Sharon. The people there are really nice. They're just trying to earn a living, too. They're really nice people. They're not, they're not in charge of their own country. It's like we're not in charge of our country right now. This international banking cartel has taken over all of it. And if we're aware of that, then it can make more sense to us. You know, Matthew Perry, Perry from Friends. Remember, this is a group of people and friends when every break they would basically come out and say, Hail Satan. Yeah, that group of people. You know, he now basically he's admitted he's like a long-term drug addict and he's in rehab. And he used to guilt trip his ex into scoring his crack, heroin, coke, and pills because cops would pull over. And he was taking 80 Vicodin a day at the height of his addiction when he managed to superglue his hands to his legs. This is the guy from Friends, this big thing which brought in all of this, let's just have a friends with benefits relationship. Let's do the little hail you-know-who in the middle of all of our breaks. How's that working out for you, Matthew Perry? How's that working out for you, bud? Kind of like Isaiah chapter 15 says. All of these people who were world leaders, who were famous and leaders on this planet, are all chained up in hell. And all of a sudden, Lucifer shows up, and he's all chained up. And they go, hey, what the heck just happened? You were supposed to not let this happen to us. Guys, listen to me. Jesus Christ is the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of your faith. The world has its appeals in certain areas. There's no doubt about that. And they use that against people to try to basically force them into compliance with rewards of all these things they're going to get. At one time, Matthew Perry was a very, very big-time actor. 80 Vicodin, I'm sorry, 80 Oxycontin a day? What the heck? I mean, I'm sorry, 80 Vicodin a day? I mean, what the heck? Is this guy supposed to be held up down in front of us as a poster child of success? 
I don't think so. Remember what the Bible says. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we'll be glad in it. We're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of the sound mind. Stand firm in your faith. Stand firm. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning. I love you guys and I appreciate you. Thanks for supporting Health Masters. We appreciate you guys. We're getting reports from all over the world now, from friends of mine all over the world. They're talking to their friends who are listening to the Ted and Austin Brower Show. It means a lot to me. Keep forwarding all of these shows out on Facebook, Instagram. Use their own tools against them, guys, and let people wake up. I love you guys. Also, finish it up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And, and continue to send us information, Ted or I, about if you're in the medical community, because I'm going to keep pushing this and talking about this, this lie that we're seeing here about the ICUs and the COVID cases and the deaths. Everything is being fabricated right now, these numbers. I'm down here in Florida. They're saying that, you know, we've had a million new cases or something down here in Florida. We've had another 20,000 deaths, some stupid number. I mean, it's, it's like, I feel like I'm watching a lotto pick where they had the numbers and with the balls, you know, there's a silly thing. That's what I feel like every day. It's coming with a new number. And today we have, oh, we have it. Yes, we got 11,562 cases. Yep, that we got here. And I talked to everybody, and I talked to people down here in the medical community and colleges and professors and doctors and nurses and a majority of people that are awake that I talk to go, dude, I don't, we're not seeing any of that. Well, nobody's seen any of it, hardly in any part of the state of Florida, then how do we see these numbers continually go up? Because it's like the ex-Vice President of Pfizer said, this thing's mutated. This PCR test they do doesn't actually find a true COVID virus. It picks up on viral particles so and amplifies it. So you can test positive for it, and you don't have COVID at all, especially false positive. And if you do have some sort of COVID, it doesn't mean you're contagious, nor does it mean you're going to be extremely sick. So continue to wake up and really look for the truth. Also, to another news, Nickelodeon, which... I do not support them. I've never liked them. They had that incredibly perverted gay show with SpongeBob. I don't let my kids watch TV, period. I don't even have, actually, I don't even have TV. I have DVDs and movies that I've handpicked because of the perversion and filth that is so rampant now on YouTube and uh, like Netflix and other shows, other companies. Is, I, don't, I just don't let them watch it. Well, Nickelodeon now has now launched a program for transgender children pursuing acting careers. I kid you not. Michael D. Cohen, who basically is a transgender, I guess he's a, a, a dude or a, a girl that says she's a dude or a dude. I, I don't know. I'll be honest. With you. I, I can't keep up with the lunacy anymore, but they now are putting out a program for kids to turn in, basically to submit a talent review of how they can be, and it's called a trans youth acting challenge and open to any transgender or non-binary youth who love acting. The funny part about this, this is not funny because it's perverted. I do not recommend you let your children support or watch Nickelodeon. There's a lot of perverted stuff on there. But what's, what's almost ironic to me is, to clarify, you essentially have people now who are yelling at us, you have to get a COVID vaccine. It's your civic duty. You don't get a vaccine. You're basically killing grandma. If you question the vaccine, you're a science denier. You know, do you not trust the science? I've heard that multiple times now. People said to me, it's science, okay? It's science. It's like if they say the word science, it automatically reinforces their idiotic comment. I'm like, this is stupid. These are the same people that say, 
a five-year-old child has the right and the reasoning skills to make up a fairy tale gender that doesn't exist in reality, and they have the right to basically request hormones to mess up their entire endocrine system, and they have the right to mutilate their body when they get older and start chopping off body parts if they want, because science said it so. Does anyone else see the irony and contradiction with that? I'm mean, just being honest with you. Anyone else see the irony there? This, the science. Oh, it's the science behind it. There's 67 genders. Dude, you can't even begin to try to justify there is any basis in that whatsoever. Now, do you have some kids that have been heavily manipulated and then exposed to certain types of exogenous hormones in utero and certain children that basically have been programmed and basically psyched? by teachers and YouTube and perverted television shows into being unbelievably confused about who they are? Oh, absolutely, that's very real. But trying to say that these kids have a right to do what they want and to take hormones if they want and change genders whenever they feel like doing so because it's science, and then turn around in the same mouth and say, hey, you gotta take a vaccine, and you can't question the vaccine, you can't ask what's in the vaccine, you can't tell people it's probably not a good idea to get an RNA vaccine that's only had two months of actual trials that is going to actually go in and cause your body to rewrite certain segments of it that has serious long-term side effects, according to the ex-vice president of Pfizer, but you can't say any of that. That's, that's, that you're a science denier. <laughs> Dude, can't, can't even make this stuff up anymore. Wild world we live in. Interesting times, to say the least. Thank you again for the support. Healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the website. I put up the ultimate multiple powder, the original one, the one that everybody still truly loves the most. On a winter sale right now, over 20% off on the front page of the website, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check it out if you want to take advantage of that special right now. Thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. <laughs>